Blog Talk Radio. Apostle John L. Solomon, the lion among lions in the lion's den. It's my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the lion's den is a compelling talk show that discusses life, difficult situations, through relevant topics, important issues, empowerment from a biblical perspective. The lion's den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary in life and the victorious from the sourcehood of our connection with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So go ahead and roar. Come on, roar for your prosperity. Roar for your deliverance. Come on, roar for your Come on, let the lions roar. They've been hungry for a long time. We got vegetarian lions. Whatever it is, we're so excited. Some lions going. Right. Man, I'm so excited. This is our fourth season, and we are back with our first episode. Listen, I survived COVID-19. Like many Americans at the time, uh, my special guest, she did not know much about coronavirus, COVID-19, this horrific disease that is shrouded with mystery, controversy, and some misinformation. It will go on to wreak havoc on her physical and mental. However, this teacher in Heron did what she teaches her children, her students to do, and that she fought for her life. And she's going to share with us today her triumphant battle with coronavirus. But first, let me tell you a little something about her. She is a native of West Palm Beach, Florida. How, however, she's been in, been a Georgia resident for 26 years. She currently resides in Warner Robins, Georgia, where she has lived for 15 years. During this time, she has been employed with the Bibb County Public School System for over 14 years. She currently teaches high school students in the subject, subjects of marketing. She enjoys teaching as a profession because it affords her the opportunity to make an impact on the world by helping each student become a productive citizen upon graduation. What an awesome feat right there. She is also a member of the Warner Robins alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated. When she is not working, she enjoys exercising, spending time with family and friends and traveling. One of her favorite scriptures is Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Her favorite quote mantra as it relates to her job as an educator is education is the most powerful weapon 
which you can use to change the world. Nelson Mandela. Let's hear it for the unconquerable Christina Ranzi. Christina, we're so glad to have you today. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. All right, all right. <laughs> well, everybody, is, everybody in the studio excited. They're going off on it, so we're gonna we're gonna dive right into it. I survived COVID nineteen. Your 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 story is it caught my attention. It is so heartwarming. It's exciting, and uh, I'm just gonna ask the first one. Give me three words to describe your mindset regarding regarding COVID nineteen and your battle initially, during, and after. Okay, so initially, I would say the first word would have to be denial. Um, okay. I had declared when I, I I declared that I did not have this virus, and um, when I had got sick and got tested for it, I and they said they were going to test me for COVID nineteen. I was like, I don't have a cough. I don't have COVID nineteen. So I was in denial. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I again I had the test and I I went home and was quarantined, and that's when the process um, began. So my mm-hmm. second um, word during, during the process, I would say prayer. Um, I was praying for healing during the process, and I had others praying for me during that time okay. as well. Amen. And um, the, then afterwards, I would say grateful. That would be my third mm-hmm. one because I'm grateful to God for sparing my life. Amen. So those would, Amen. That, those would be the three words for me. You know what? It's so powerful that you said you had some people praying with you, a team, people on your side. I think that's so important in your down times because you know a lot of people go through and they don't have people with them, and some of them don't make it. So we are uh, we're, yeah. we're glad for you to mention that right I'm, there. And then, and then the denial. How, how was that? What was your what was that like? Just uh, I I was just saying I I I didn't have it. You know when I, they tested me mm-hmm. when I when I first you know got sick or whatever and they tested me first they tested me for the flu and then they sent the flu came the flu test came back negative they tested mm-hmm. me for COVID-19 and I was like I you again I was like I don't have that I was I, you know I was like I don't have it I I know. Had, you know I didn't have right. the, the symptoms and I still and then from that process I still was even though during the process it took a while for my results to come back so even in that mm-hmm. I was still in denial saying that I didn't have it I didn't know what mm-hmm. it was, but I didn't have that thing, and I didn't have it until I right. actually got the results, you know, until I got further mm-hmm. in, and I actually did find out that I did, you know, test positive, but even throughout the process. But I still was fighting. I said, I don't know what this is, but whatever it is, Lord, I was praying for the healing through the, you know, through the process, and I had people well, praying with me. Amen. We're glad you. We're glad you're here to tell it. Listen, I know there's contract tracing, but do you, you know, kind of intimate question? Do you have any idea how or when or where you may have contracted it? And about this, I really, I can't say where I contracted the virus. That's the thing about it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I will say that um, when I left work on March the 16th, um, I began Mm -hmm. to feel ill on that day. And that Mm -hmm. was the last day for us um, at our school, for our school system. Um, that That was the day that I began to feel ill. It was on March 16th. Again, I don't know where I picked it up, but I can say that I was um, the third teacher at my school that um, reported being infected with the virus. Okay, okay. So, 
but yeah, but I, I again, I can't say, I can't pinpoint. That's the thing about the virus. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, and my thing right. is you try to be as careful as possible because I'm one of yeah. those that, you know, I've always, like, if I'm going in the store, I always wipe down my cards. I'm always, I have, I'm the one that has, you know, lifestyle with me and wipes all the time. So mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. took, um, you know, precautions. So I can't say, you know, exactly where. Yeah, that that's 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 something I've heard. I heard another rapper saying I was being careful and this and that, and he was like, I don't know where, or how, you know. So yeah. that that's the that's a mystery right there in and of itself. So yeah, glad yeah. you're sharing that with us. Um, I I just wanted to know. I was like, basically, you know, I said this may be a far out question, but it may may require some introspection. But I was like, well, you know, sometimes we ask why me, but I was like, why you? Of all the people, you know. Why you know you know you I know you've had time in quarantine to think and to think and but I, I was wondering have you thought maybe why you and and with this question when you say why me this is a question that we all may um, ask often when things happen mm-hmm. to us you know um, we often go through things in life and we say why you know why us and um, when right, we right. we go through things and uh, and um and for me I've been through a lot of things. Um, in my life, and it's right. crazy, we like to say God won't put more on us than we can bear. You know, we like to say that. So, yes, we do. Um, so, so I've been through so much. I say to myself sometimes, God must think I'm a female version of Hercules. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been through a lot. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but, but in that, um, I say whenever I go through something, I praise God for being with me in the midst of the trial and bringing mm-hmm. me through the trial. And I, I have a lot of testimonies to share with people and mm-hmm. um, that he's brought me through. And this is just another testimony. So I consider that this to be another testimony. So when, I, when you say, why me? I mm-hmm. realize that God's glory and healing power would be revealed through me. So that, that's what I was thinking about. So that would be the why me. So I can share that's, that's, his, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, 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 that's good. Hey man, that's good because I've heard motivational speakers. It's like, why, why me? Why not you? I'm like, no, don't be. Why not me? <laughs> you know, why not somebody else? I'm, I'm fine. I've been through my share, you know. But uh, when you're right, we all have to go through, and we all have that moment when it's like, man, I don't want to go through this, huh? You know, especially when it's like that. I didn't, I didn't deserve this, you know. So. Mhm. Yes. Yeah. So it's like he. It's just. Still re- relying on that strength and, um, from God and everything, even through the process. So, and God, and God gets the glory. glory. And God gets the glory. That's yeah. what I. That's what glory. I really mm-hmm. like about your mindset and going through and just say, "Hey, I'm gonna deal with it. I'm gonna make it." And uh, and and you did that. Mm-hmm. You did that. Listen, you work out. You eat healthy. You dripping with confidence. Was there any point, you know, when you were deeply afraid or unnerved and you know, you know, just say unsure, you know, if you. You know, unsure of, uh, you know what I mean. How, how, you know, how did you come out of that? You know, if you were in that state, how did you come out? And if you weren't, how did you not engage that state of mind? Okay, so I'm a, I can't say through this process. There were a few times that made me feel uneasy, and I was somewhat mm-hmm. afraid. I can say that. Um, during okay. during that time, um, I had during this time I, I had high fevers of like 103. And I had, like I said, again, my support system was very good. So I had some nurses. Mm-hmm. I had some close friends that are nurses. So they were helping me, you know, coach me through the process when I was, um, before I got admitted into the hospital. I was six days at home um, fighting this fever, okay? 
So okay. um, it, and, it, and it got up to 103. And those times, yes, I kind of got nervous and scared. And also um, during the time, like after I, when I got home, when I was having a difficulty breathing, okay. um, right, um, right. Fear, and, fear and anxiety kind of set in then, and I had to deal with that. Um, mm-hmm. But because of my because of my awesome support system and family and friends that praying with me, and um, you know, I spent several hours on the phone with my family and friends also. But also, I had to take time to encourage myself also. So Amen. during that time, I would sing songs like "I am healed in Jesus' name," <laughs> mm-hmm. and I would speak to God out loud and say, "Thank you for healing me." So mm-hmm. even even with the support, that support, and also doing that, encouraging myself is what helped bring me through that process. I'm telling you, and that Amen. having the the you know the, the gospel music, and like I said, and then again with my, my family and friends praying with me, and just continuing singing those songs and and reassuring myself that God was going to bring me through. Is what Amen. you want to sing? You want to sing anything right now? And you want no, 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 no. I said I was think that you know I could sing in the shower. You know I'm like you know. Okay, mm, okay. Mm, you know. All right, okay. I'm we, not gonna, okay, yeah. we're gonna leave yeah, that one alone. That for time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate your uh, I appreciate you being candid with that about the, being afraid because sometimes people are, uh, you know, we're not we're not we're not these uh, invincible people. We have real emotions. And some people, you know, they think as a, a believer or a Christian, you ain't supposed to be afraid or this or that. But we have real emotions and things grip mm-hmm. us. And when we're facing uncertainty, things grip us because sometimes you don't know how. You may say, well, I would do this, I would do this. But when that thing hits you, when it hits your house, yeah, you know, your real emotions and you come face to face with something, what, what's it, what, it'll, it'll come out. And you have to deal with it, you know. I I think it's not just it's not just the initial emotion, but it's that rising up and overcoming it. And that's that's why we yes. applaud you. You know. Yes, that that is correct. That is very correct. Definitely. Well, we're, well, this well this is powerful. We're gonna keep on going, but listen, we got to take one break to um, you know, get a, get a commercial. And we're gonna be right back with this female Hercules. So you just hold on, don't go nowhere. We got to do this quick uh, commercial, and we'll be right back. Have you priced commercials lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on WIN, and you are sure to be a winner. For more information, call us, 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. A lion leads. It's about having the courage to stand and fight for your life, having the strength 
to go bravely in your own direction. Even if others walk away, you tread your own path. Only you know what's best for you. Only you know what path to take. Only you know your courage, your strength, your heart. Everyone has the heart of the line inside of them. Let it out. Let it scream out of you. Like the lion, unleash the beast in you. All right, all right. We are back. Strength from the Lions Den. I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. You're tuned in to our fourth season, episode one. And we're with the uh, amazing Christina Ramsey. Christina, we're so glad to have you here tonight. Again, thank you for having me. I'm mm-hmm. glad to be here. Listen, we're glad to have you. We're, we're powered by We Inspired Network Radio. All right. So we, we, we're talking about I Survived COVID-19, this heroin and we're excited about you and uh, just just interested in how you did it because some people you, you know you we hear the report of the deaths you know on the news it was it was real crazy until uh, uh, God bless the uh, my, my man who died you know at the uh, knee of that awful police officer but nevertheless that began to take over the headlines but before that man we were bombarded with uh, reports of the coronavirus. And here we have today a survivor. And I just wanted to know, uh, you know, you work out, you eat healthy. Um, so what did you learn about Christina during this battle that you did or did not know, both good and maybe a reality check that more than likely will help or help you be a better version of yourself going forward? Um, okay. So one thing I have learned is that I'm okay being an introvert, I guess. And during this process, because it has caused me that way. I'm really an outgoing person. I love to travel. But social, in this situation, right? I, yeah, social, yeah, I've been an introvert. I've been home, like even today, sitting on my porch for like five, six hours. But I've been okay with that. So what I've you learned say, what that you I say, can't be okay. What you yes, say you part of the neighborhood watch? I'm in the neighborhood watch now. I'm part of the neighborhood watch now. <laughs> but, I, but I can be at peace being still for a little mm-hmm. while, you know. So that's mm-hmm. what I've learned, that it's okay. And because um, usually during the time, you know, summer, we're on summer break, you know, so I would normally be traveling with my relatives to see my relatives or friends or make plans to take trips. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's time to be still and reflect. And so um, what I have been doing is now that I've, you know, kind of my health has improved, I've been getting back to my exercise, which I was exercising prior to the illness, and, um, mm-hmm. you know, reading books, doing my devotionals and praying, spending more time with God as well, and um, enjoying, enjoying the time, just being grateful for life. And so it's, it slowed me down because I've also I was always working, 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 always, you know, going, going, going. So right. being able to be still during this time, and I say that would be something that I've definitely learned how to do. Um, and it's not so bad, <laughs> I can say. Okay. It is not so bad. I do miss, what, you know, seeing my uh-huh. and stuff, but it, um, it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I worked with you around, around about 2013, 2014, and uh, you used to always drink those drinks, and it got so bad, I had to start drinking me some. I was making me some, I was blending me some stuff, you know. You've always been health conscious. Uh, how do you motivate yourself physically, uh, especially in the aftermath, you know, the workout? Is that just a part of who you are, or it became a lifestyle? Yes, and I- so, maybe. 
Yes, and, and even over the years, even when I was in college, I, I was walking and working out. So even over the years, I haven't. There's some that sometimes I have slacked off, and then but I get back on. But I think that mm-hmm. also helped me um, during this process because with the working out, you know, it helps build your lungs. So, um, okay. you know, so I can say that. Um, I with this process, I did not have to go on the ventilator. Praise God! So that's what I'm grateful for. Amen. You know, a lot of Amen. people end up in the hospital on the ventilator. I didn't end up on the ventilator, and I didn't even have to be on a breathing machine. But yes, I I was in the hospital for four days, though. I was in the hospital right. for long, and wow. I, this was my first time ever being admitted in the hospital. So for me, I'm the one that goes to see people in the hospital. So this was right. definitely a time, and then a time of you know isolation where nobody could come visit me or anything. So that kind of you know you know bothered me time, but it was something I had to overcome too because I had to again trust and rely on the Lord, you know, because he Man. I had to continue to talk to him during that time. And then yes, I got my phone calls and I did my videos to my family and stuff like that. But um, but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So that um, part of that process, I think, also helped um, with me, you know, doing the exercising and stuff. I believe that was a part. I mean, that's just me saying that now. I'm not and, saying that it's and a then you have, you, or anything, but. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, now, no, right, this is not a proven factor, but you all, you have, mm-hmm. you have an optimistic outview of life as well. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I think that also helps when you're not as pessimistic and negative, you know, because a lot of people have negative down looks, you know, so. <laughs> yes, that's correct. I now, try now, to see, you know, the bright side and everything. Amen. Now, this, this uh, the COVID, it, it attacks your, your respiratory system? Yes. Yes, it does. And then I, um, and that's the thing, um, it you, it does affect your lungs, and actually, how they how I end up being diagnosed even before the test got back is when I end up mm-hmm. having to go to the ER. They had to uh, they did a CT scan on my um, lungs, and that's how they found out that I was infected. And then the next day, my results results came back. I was tested on on March 18th. I didn't get my results back until March the 28th. That's how long I had to know that I actually was positive. So and that was kind of early. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was good. So now, now the results are coming back faster, um, much right. faster now because you, actually you were I was early. retested. You were, you were early so, in the testing, I'm, right? Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So that's what it was. So that process was so long, and then again, that's why I was still in denial. You know, going back to work because I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't, um, I didn't get my results back yet. I had, so then when I went to the doctor, when I went to the hospital and was admitted, they told me I had bronchitis, a little bit of bronchitis and pneumonia. So now I'm thinking I'm fighting right. kind of bronchitis and pneumonia. I'm not fighting COVID-19, you know, because I hadn't okay, got my results okay. back yet. So I'm right. still fighting with it, you know, so that's why I'm still in this fight. And then that's what it was. And come to find out that's what it was. Um, so I just, like I said, Thank God for his strength during the process mentally, you know, mm-hmm. um, to, okay. to help me through also. But, yeah. Amen. Well, what what I alluded to earlier that, uh, you know, a lot of misinformation, a lot of uh, voices and things out there, but there's some that still don't believe that this thing is a reality. And you having danced with the devil, pale moonlight, that's a scene from Batman. Yeah. That's, that's a scene from Batman, in case, you know, y'all don't know. You ever danced with the devil mm-hmm. in the pale moonlight? Anyway. <laughs> and and you live to tell about it. What what are your feelings toward those who are still in that state of declination and like 
this ain't real and this and that. How 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 do what's your how do you feel about that or what's your your views on that? I I would tell them that this virus is real, even though you have not experienced it yourself or your family may not have experienced it yet. We all have to be careful and take this seriously. Mm-hmm. So even if you haven't experienced it, even if you don't know anybody directly at this point, some people can say maybe I, I still don't, even that, even all, with all these people affected, some people may not have anybody close to them that has been affected yet. So to them, it's not real. But mm-hmm. even seeing the news stories, you know, and everything, they may, you know, may not. But please know that this is it's serious and it's still going on, you know, even in the midst, like we said, we got something new arising now, but the virus mm-hmm. is still out there, you all. It hasn't gone anywhere. Amen. That's 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 a real, that's a real word. Like that's a real word. Well, how are how are you now, both mentally, emotionally, physically? What's uh how are you now in the aftermath? What 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 are some of the uh mental and emotional? Okay. You know, you you share with us the physical things and just getting mm-hmm. your strength back. But what are some of the mental and emotional things that you've had to deal with during all this? Oh. Okay, so for me, mentally, I'm definitely still recovering. I still have some obstacles I have to cross because, mm-hmm. like, I'm not ready to go out and sit and have a dinner yet. You know, even though they've opened okay. up some restaurants, I'm not ready mm-hmm. to go sit down in the restaurant and eat yet. As a matter of fact, I'm not, it's, you know, for me to be ready to go back into my school building because for me, mm-hmm. mentally, when I left that building, I got sick. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm working on that, you know, for, you know, me, I'm working on um, going back, you know, into the building because I got to go back in July, well, you know, you know, to. Um, right, right. So know, that's what right. my schedule time is. That's my schedule time is. So, um, right. but I know I'll be ready. I have been, actually, I've been mm-hmm. working with a therapist, um, you okay. know, okay. with my, that helps me with my healing, um, healing process, mental healing process also. And mm-hmm. of course, my faith in God will help me overcome these obstacles as well. I, you know, I'm not going to say that. Let me put a pin in that. Let me put a pin on that, that where you said mental mental healing, and I think that's so powerful right there. Because you know, what's that? Uh, what's that? Uh, PTSD. When you go through mm-hmm. a traumatic event, that there's always uh, scrap no, there's always shreds of just thinking that okay, should I make it go through this again? Or yes, and that's mm-hmm. that's the thing, and that's the thing. It's like so even with trying not to let it overcome me, you know, to not want to get out there because it, you know, it was a while before I even wanted to be able to go anywhere at all. Like even, you know, mm-hmm. to even go to the store to get essentials and stuff. And I'm constantly, I'm right. definitely going to have my mask on. It was a while I would sit out on my porch with my mask on. And I, I had to, you know, get overcome not doing mm-hmm. that. I'm like, I'm not around anybody. Let me take this mask off, you know. <laughs> but it was because, yeah, it's like for real. Hey, like, hey I'm going to tell you, I'm like this. I'll be sitting in my car with my mask on. They'd be like, you look stupid. I said, I'd be stupid in here. I'd be stupid I, and safe. But yeah. I, but I had to but I had to overcome that as well, you know, because that's what I was right. like. Well, now I'm like I was just, you know, that was I'm, my mask is everywhere, you know, with me. So, um, like I said, mentally it has, and and it does affect, you know, it mm-hmm, does affect mm-hmm. you mentally. And so, now, what um, about? And I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Emotionally. Yes, yeah, that was my so next. Part, emotionally. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah, it a roller so coaster? Or is it stable? Yeah. Or, you know. Well, I'm going to say I have, well, as far as my emotions are concerned, I do have times that I miss being able to hug people that make right. me emotional. Like, I, you know, being not being able to hug family and stuff like that. And um, and then 
um, when I do see the reports of the number of people that have died during this virus, it makes me emotional mm-hmm. too because I could have been in that number. Great man. So Great man. Those, those how, are the things that kind of make me emotional. I'm going to ask you another mm-hmm. mental and emotional question about how, how people, you know, how people treat you, how people, you know, some people are like, oh, don't come near me. Oh, how, how do you feel about that? You but, know, people, but have you, you experienced but that you know type? What? I don't know if it's discrimination or fear or what, you know. No, and I haven't, and I tell people that I've had it. And actually, for me, I, it was kind of reversed because I've had friends, close friends that wanted to come see me. And I mm-hmm. boohoo cried. I boohoo cried one day because I hadn't got my, I have got my positive, my, um, negative results back yet, and I had, they retested mm-hmm. me in April, April 21st, and then 23rd, my test results came back. Well, during that time, my friend, my close friend wanted to come see me, and um, I who cried and told her, don't, don't, don't come, because I hadn't got those um, negative results back yet, and I did, and I did retest, and I tested negative back mm-hmm. in April. But that made me emotional, because I didn't want to, even though I was cleared, I was even cleared during that time, but mentally mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know if I'm okay. So for me, I think it was more me than anybody else. You see what I'm saying? So as far as the treatment, it was basically myself mentally and emotionally versus anybody else. I haven't been, like, mistreated or in any way. I can okay. Say. That's good. Because mm-hmm. if somebody did, you put, if somebody did, they can get them hands. You can, you know, they get beat down. <laughs> no, no, we ain't, ain't going to do that. We ain't promote violence. No, no, no. Listen, we got to go to a break. We're going to be right back with the amazing Christina Ramsey. I survived COVID-19. Y'all hold on. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. All right. Now, many of you are trying to become millionaires on a middle class. Why? You can't go to the next level on the same level. Why? Now, let me give you a quote from Ayn Rand. The question isn't who is going to let me. It's who is going to stop me. Now, that's beast mode. I'd rather partner with somebody like that who's got a high school degree going all in than to partner with somebody from Harvard who's got a Ph.D. that's half-stepping, that's tiptoeing. Christopher Columbus said, you can never cross the ocean until you have the courage to lose sight of the shore. Going all in is faith displayed in action. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish has a wide level required to bring it about. Many of you are half-stepping because you doubt your own talent and ability. Now the way to fix that is to shift your trust off yourself and onto God and His ability to make it happen. When you put your trust in the right place, all the hesitation you got will dissolve. If you're gonna make a mistake, make it full speed. The question isn't who is gonna let me, it's who's gonna stop me. You see, champions are just average everyday people who decided to put it on the line and go all in. Hello, my name is Minister Lloyd Bell Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. 
the difference between a gazelle and what's the difference between a lion? What's the difference? I know that they're wired differently, but what's the difference? And what I discovered is that the gazelle is running from something. I asked myself the question about the lion, and I said the lion is not running to be rewarded. The lion is running to eat. Every single day, the lion is running to eat. You've got to ask yourself, what's your why? What motivates you? What pushes you? What drives you? You can have it. You can be it. You can do it. That's right. That's right. We're back. Sir from the Lions Den. I'm your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. And today, in this topic tonight, we're talking about I survived COVID-19 with the amazing, unconquerable Christina Ramsey. We're so glad and excited. We've enjoyed your testimony thus far. It's been very powerful and impactful, Christina. Yes, let me just say, I felt like jumping up and running from that last little segment, though. I can do it. I wanted to run. You, go you can do it, I know, right? I want to go do another workout. I want to go do another workout, man. <laughs> hey, and that, that's the problem. We have to stay motivated and encouraged. And like you were saying, like you were saying earlier, it just it just really uh, hit me on the head when you was like, I was listening to gospel music. I was singing like uh, Whitney Houston. You you sent you did say you sung like Whitney Houston, right? Well, anyway, you were saying <laughs> you were singing in, in my mind, in my mind, in, in, in your mind. But you said something so powerful. You said I had my support team. But I also had to encourage myself, and uh, that that really stood out for me because some, I, you know, we see a lot of people sometimes they'll complain about, well, nobody's supporting me, nobody, you know. Sometimes you have to support, you have to become first, second, and third person and support yourself, you know, mm-hmm. taking nothing away from a support system. But I remember uh, uh, one of my uh, one of my mothers, she was she was very funny, you know. I'm gonna digress for a minute. You know, I was in church and she would, the preacher would be preaching. She was real funny. And she would, she would preach, be preaching. She said, Lord, lead him. And he would be preaching and she would say, Lord, lead him. And he would be preaching. She said, Lord, lead him. Then one Sunday I said, it got so I started saying it. I, I would say, uh, I said, Mom, I love how you tell the Lord to lead him. She said, Yeah, baby. I always tell the Lord to lead him. I said, Lord, lead him to his seat. I can't stand where he preach. I said, Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, she was funny though, but she, she had told, <laughs> Just to, just to preface, she told me one day, I said, I want you to pray for me. She said, I want you to pray for yourself. She said, I'm going to pray for you too, but I want you to pray for yourself. Don't forget that when you kneel down, you pray. You ask God to bless you just like the prayer of Jabez. You ask Lord, the Lord to love for you. So anyway, that's enough yeah. of my, my sprouting. I, um, ha, how has this – have you become a different person? Uh, that that's was something that was at the back of my mind. Have you become a different person a renewed and in a sense after all this. Um, again, it, it I definitely have a greater appreciation for life. I've always appreciated life, and again, I've been through mm-hmm. stuff. I've actually been through a bad car accident to myself. I <laughs> made it through that. So, um, and that was another thing, you know, that I've been through. So, made me grateful for life. So, I'm like, the Lord has spared me again. So, He has me here for a purpose. So, I'm trying That's to right. continue to live out my purpose, you know. So, <laughs> um. That's what, like, really, it's like, you know, another a calmness, a, a sense of peace, a sense of just renewed in my spirit um, through this process. Like I said, just being able to continue to, to praise God even more. You know, I've always been, I always praised God, but just even more. And then having the time to, to spend the time in devotion during this time, you know, and um, this, like, again, of being sealed, it's, it's definitely given me that 
that ability to do that. Definitely. Amen. Hey, let me divulge for a minute into your your teaching. How how do you feel about teaching? You you've taught what fourteen plus years. How do you are you excited about teaching now? Because I know you know over, there's burnout at times. But what's your overall attitude toward teaching still today? I I must say I am, and even during this time of distant learning, we have I have been educating our children and helping our mm-hmm. children. One part of my job is being um, work-based learning coordinator. So I feel even in the midst of distance, distance learning, I've been helping students get jobs and different things like that. So I am still all in when it comes to teaching. I am looking forward to going back with my students. I do miss them, especially my seniors. You know, this is graduation. I'm so used yeah. to being able to hug them and tell them congratulations. Right, right. But even, but even, but even going back, I will go back with a new, another lesson of, of being careful health-wise. So that's definitely going to be my introduction. I'm, I'm not going to withhold this information from my students. I'm going to share this mm-hmm. information with my students to, to help us all be a better person. We all got to make sure that we are, you know, protecting one another and, and doing, you know, even though they know, we, we know going back, we're going to have those um, policies or procedures in place, but again, reinforcing why. I'll be able to be able to reinforce why with my students from having this experience. Wow. I always love how teachers can take anything and turn it into a learning moment. I, I, I've i not always been appreciative of that, pre- appreciative of that, you know, because, uh, you know, having dating a few teachers is like, you be at dinner, you know, what's on the menu? I'm going to have this. Well, if you have this, then you have to look at, the, you know, they'd be always teaching, but I, I love the teaching moments that teachers, because it, it you, y'all just inspire us to go further and go higher. Now, I want to ask this question, you know, uh, you know, sometimes I ask people questions and they don't want to answer the question. I, I just, you know, I, want, I just, you know, they don't, they're not comfortable answering the question. So I want to know what you answer. I'll them. answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! <laughs> okay, I don't know. My, do my, I want to answer this question or not? Okay. You do. You, you, you do. My favorite segment of the show right here is our, our mystery question. It's like uh, you recently went. You re- recently attended a virtual paint party. Okay. Correct? Yes. Now, you, 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 you did you take art in, did you take art in school? No, I did not. Okay. Well, I saw what y'all were supposed to paint, and I saw yours. And I was just <laughs> wondering. Me, me and my team were just wondering. Um, what did you? Um, what was okay. You, you, uh, okay. So, okay. What had happened was. No, no. We, we were just wondering. Huh? What had happened was I told you her hair, I was painting this woman that was kneeled down. The reason why I, was, I, I wanted that picture is because she had her head bowed. She was in meditation mode or thinking. That's what I, I looked about this woman. She was beautiful. Okay. She had she had beautiful a beautiful head of hair and she was kneeled down and like, you know, like she might have been praying to God. Mm-hmm. But when I, when I put that painting together, Lord See, I, knows, feel bad. Um, I feel bad about picking what had See, happened, we feel bad now about hair, picking at it. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, the, the hair the hair looked like she had been in the rain, but I mm-hmm. had fun doing it, and I had fun with the group of people that I was, you know, that I was with during that time, and that's something that I have appreciated as well. Even doing more uh-huh. things virtually and online now, you know, though I am, you know, having to be a little introvert right now, but being having uh-huh. those virtual experiences with, with family and friends has helped me, um, you know, recover during this process as well, so it's given me a sense of, you know, being able to interact with people, so. 
I'm, I use well, that as an experience. Now, that wasn't my first tank party, let me say now. And, um, okay, and okay. I've done a little better in the past. Think no, that one. No, I that, that it was painting be easy, but it wasn't. Hey, that, <laughs> that painting was something. That was a that was a, a goatee or a Van Gogh. We was uh, yeah. I was looking at it. I turned <laughs> I turned in different directions. I said, "Wait a minute, now what? what is, oh, no, no, no. We just we just little fun. No, no, yeah. no. We ain't gonna we don't go crazy. I just uh I just wanted to mess with you with that. <laughs> Listen, yeah. this has been really, this has been really fruitful and productive. You are an amazing individual, both before and even more so after. Especially in sharing, as I was telling you, I know a, 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 I know someone who had COVID and didn't tell anyone, you know, and went back to work, you know, maybe still don't know whether they were still had or not, and you know, didn't tell anyone. And I think that's very reckless and irresponsible. But so, I appreciate you for coming forth and uh. And sharing it, you know, it's it's so it's so important because your your story inspired me of the seriousness of it, and I and and that's why I wanted you on the air so that you can share with others so maybe someone could see that hey I know her and she has it or someone may hear and say okay you know maybe I do need to be a little bit more safer and to you know take care of you know myself in public. That's correct, and that's what the goal is. Hopefully, that you know, people will know that you know wearing your mask is important, and and doing the social distancing, and that, that's what the goal is. And and going back, the teacher in me is is going mm-hmm. back now to answer this third part about um my physical. How am I doing physically? Okay. Now? Yes. 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 Um. So um, I'm I am doing better. Um. In that okay. I am, you know, like I said before, I've been able to do my workouts. Uh, routines mm-hmm. in, in the morning and more. So the physical activity is important, as I stressed before. So those of you that are listening, if you're not physically active, please do. Even if it's starting out with 30 minutes a day, it will help build your lungs. Um, mm. You know, having the physical activity helps you, you know, during this time. So that's what I would definitely stress. You can start out slow, like I say, 30 minutes a day, or even less 15. If you can't do 30, do try 15, try 10. You know, it's some videos on YouTube. You can do a 10-minute walk and just build yourself up. That's what I would suggest when it comes to that physical activity because every little bit helps. It builds your heart. It builds your lungs and everything. So I did want to stress that. Amen. Well, listen, we got to take one break right quick to get this last message out. And then we're going to come back, and we just want you to finish up. And just whatever's on your heart, whatever you want to share with the world who's listening, just, you know, share anything from COVID to teaching to Whatever your 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 vast amount of experience and knowledge will allow, you can just you know let 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 go because we want to hear it. Y'all, hold on, we'll be right back. This it's gonna be a real quick break. Come on, now you see, faith is the oxygen that will breathe life into your dreams. Yes, when your enemy, this world, will do everything in its power to inject and impregnate you with this deadly disease called doubt. Now let me get in your ear for a minute. You see, doubt produces hesitation, and hesitation is a dream killer. So you must uproot and annihilate all traces of it from your life. You hear me? Faith is the only language spoken in heaven. Therefore, it's the only language that the universe yields to. See, belief is the chosen tone that releases the blessing. So your future depends on how fluent you become in it. That's right. And I'm going to leave you with this. Remember... Begging doesn't move God, faith does. So don't give up on that dream. 
Street. All right, we inspire Network Radio. Your host, Apostle John L. Solomon. We're in our closing moments with Christina Ramsey. I survived COVID nineteen. She's been an extraordinary guest. Uh, you you uh, gave us your you gave us your testimony, and we've been overwhelmed and very impressed and very proud of you. You are a a, a vocal. You are a voice for all of us in middle Georgia. So right now, I just want you to share anything that may be on your heart. Take your time, you know, and just uh, okay. anything you want to say in our closing. And and I, I would say that during this time, I know um, people are saying they don't want to live in fear. Um, you know, they think that by wearing masks, they appear to be afraid. But when you wear your mask, you are wearing it to you're being safe. It's not that you're wearing it out of fear. It's wearing you're wearing it out of safety. Okay. Um, you are also protecting the lives of others when you wear your mask. Because as we know and we've heard that there are asymptomatic excuse me, people um that mm-hmm. can pass the virus to others. So when you wear your mask, you're wearing it for the for your safety as well as others. And um just like, you know, when you're just consider it like when you're wearing, when we wear our seatbelts when we're driving. We wear it um, when we're driving with other people on the road. That's right. protects us from an accident. You know, that's, that's what protects us. You know, it's there to protect us from an accident. Just like the mask is there to protect us from this virus, you know, to help protect us from the virus, along with, you know, doing those things as washing your hands and practicing the social distancing as well. So you want to... Um, and then when you see if you if you've chosen not to wear your mask but you see other people wearing theirs, you don't know what that person has been through. Again, you may run across me wearing a mask. People may run across me wearing a mask and they're like, Oh, why she still wearing this mask? But I know I've experienced mm-hmm. it. And so you don't know right. again what that or you don't know who's in that person's household. They may have somebody that has, you know, a, a immune a autoimmune um, disease. Absolutely. So they're trying to protect their right. family. So a lot of people, mm-hmm. yeah, so though, you know, you see people, some people that still aren't wanting to wear their mask. And I understand, you know, it's, it's summertime, so it gets a little hot. So, um, you know, wearing it for a long period of time, but, you know, it it is something that we should do um, it's, it's for being safe, practicing those safety measures. It's, it's very important. That's what I, I want people to realize. When, uh, How long, I know, because that's the quote, how long are we going to have to do this? As long as they say, you know, the sea, the uh, flu season and stuff will be coming back in soon, around September. Mm-hmm. So even here, these months are going by. So it's like it seems like we're never going to, you know, stop wearing a mask. But in other places, they still they still wear masks year round, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, until they until this is completely open, we don't know. So it's right. better to be safe than sorry. You know, that's what I would say. I say it's better to be safe than sorry. Amen. Well, I, 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 and I love how you said, you know, to protect others. I, I was fortunate. I, I wear masks when I work out, so I was kind of used to it. You know, I was doing it. I knew mm-hmm. it just for health. You know, get my breathing better when I'm walking or running or whatever. So, it, I was already up on it, so it, it, it didn't bother me at all. So, but nevertheless, to keep others safe and 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 you're right. It's it's not living in fear, but it's living in protection, and that's what we need responsible people who understand the seriousness of it. Well, you know what? We got to give it up for you. Come on, Miss Christina Ramsey. Come on, come on, come on. We thank you so much for being with us tonight. Uh, You've been a great guest. And thank you so much for having me and allowing me this platform to share my story. I really appreciate it. 
Um, I really do. And I just hope that something I have said tonight or to yeah, this evening um has helped someone. Um, I really hope that I've helped someone in something I've said. That's what that's what matters. Even if you you know Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Even if it's just one word, even if it was just one word I said, I was going to say, I'm just, I hope that whatever that one word was able to inspire you or help somebody. Well, we know it did. And guess what? When we're, when this is all over and everything is complete, we get it, uh, get everything synchronized. We're going to uh, upload it to our pages and share it so that you, if you didn't catch the full version of this, you can catch the replay of Christina Ramsey, I Survived COVID-19. Season four, first episode of the year, and we're excited. And we're looking forward to more guests just like Christina who can uh, bring, share their story and and inspire us as well as empower us as she has done today. Now, before we go, join me next week. I don't know who's going to be with me next week. I don't know if I'm going to be mono Imano or if I'm going to have a guest. I probably have a guest because I got a line up of people that I know. I'm told they're going to be on the show, so I just got to vet and go forward from that. But in the meantime and in between time, thank you so much for being with us tonight. And I want to leave you with this song that uh, Christina gave me that encouraged her during her uh, trial, during her journey, and it's become one of her favorite. Christina, you want to tell me what the name of that song? Oh, yes, Waymaker. Yes. All right, here we go. She's a Waymaker. Come on. Hey, y'all have a good night and listen up. Here we go. I'll see y'all later.
Paul said you must have the faith to call forth those things that be not as though they were. Judge not according to appearances. Don't judge your circumstances and the possibilities for your future based upon what you have now and because of what's going on now. No, 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 no. That's not the real reality there. What you're going through, if you're going through some hard times, it has not come to stay, it has come to pass. It's all right. Now, second thing is, repeat this after me, something you should affirm to yourself every day. Repeat this, please. No matter how bad it is, or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. Say that to yourself every day. As I used to say to myself, I, when I would get up in the Penobscot building and I had to go into the bathroom and, and bathe in the bathroom sink, I had written on the mirror that I put up, they just paste up and I read, no matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. <laughs>